Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? All right, today we're going to talk about how we can find out and how much we can find out and what it takes to get there. So let's say in this case, I want to find out at a level of seven. Okay, so I find that level on my graph and I come horizontally to my gradient line. Where it intersects with my gradient line, I'm going to come straight down to where it intersects with my round line. Now there's going to tell me how much I have to around to find out what I need to find out. See, as you can see, the more you around, the more you're going to find out. And also, if you stay down here and you never around, you'll never find out. So I hope this lesson is helpful. Thank you. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. This is hour number two on the clock. Welcome to all of you listening to the Wendy Bell Radio Podcast. Look for that, Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. One million individuals have downloaded the podcast and growing, and we're delighted to have you aboard. How about this headline? Now, this is something that I find very interesting. When Donald Trump sat down with Tucker Carlson and broke the Internet and went up against Fox News' debate, right, He said something very specific about the 18 co-defendants who are charged with him in this Fulton County, Georgia case. He doesn't know who a bunch of them are. Now, how can you all be caught in the same nest, the same um, net, excuse me, ostensibly, and thrown into the same predicament, your mugshots plastered all over the world, and not even know who each other is well i want to read this to you because one of the people ensnared in that witch hunt is a gentleman by the name of harrison floyd harrison floyd is the only co-defendant from this fulton county case who remains in jail and he remains in the jail the very disgusting dangerous filthy riddled with abuse and horrible allegations with some of the prison guards abusing inmates etc the fulton county jail the same place where lashawn thompson died several weeks ago from neglect and i and i want you to think about the depravity of that human condition to be neglected, to be ignored, to not even be monitored. Now, we talked a little bit about LaShawn Thompson last week, and I just want to bring this home to you so that you know where this gentleman, Harrison Floyd, who's the former director of Black Voices for Trump. Now you're kind of putting it together. The picture's coming clear. This jail where LaShawn Thompson died was ignored for 40 days he lost something like 30 pounds and when his dead body 
was finally discovered by one of somebody who decided to pop in and look at him in the psychiatric wing of that jail, which sounds like a freaking torture chamber. His body was covered in lice and infested with bedbugs. How do human beings ignore other human beings? He died from neglect. LaShawn Thompson wasn't a violent criminal. He was homeless. He suffered from mental health challenges. You know, we're supposed to all get behind John Fetterman. Oh, look at the hero. He had a stroke. It messed up his brain. He struggles to communicate. Oh, let's just celebrate that. What a fighter. What a guy. But if you're a a black homeless man in Fulton County, Georgia, who's been caught at Georgia Tech on Georgia Tech's campus sleeping on park benches or in a parking garage and the police pick you up and they put you in jail and you're accused of minor offenses, nothing major, and they throw you away in the psychiatric wing of a scumbag hellscape infested with bugs where you are ignored. And this is where the black voice, the former director of Black Voices for Trump, Harrison Floyd, who has been denied bail, the only one, okay, denied bail, because he said, I am not going to bankrupt my family. I have, I have a family, and you've come after me because I happen to have the audacity to stand with Donald Trump and simultaneously be black. God forbid in this country you should do that. And they went after him. Here is your story. This is on Post Millennial, by the way. You need to know this story. Harrison Floyd, the director of Black Voices for Trump, was arrested at Fulton County Jail and is still in custody without bond in connection with the Georgia election case. Black Voices for Trump is a coalition organization for black Americans that was started to support former President Donald Trump in his 2020 reelection effort. Floyd, the organization's director, was denied bond in Fulton County during his court hearing. Judge Emily Richardson denied the bond request after reiterating that Floyd would not qualify for having a public defending lawyer. Quote, I do find that based on the open charge against you, there are grounds for bond to be denied at this point, Richardson said. Huh. So I'm going to go ahead and find that you are at risk to commit additional felonies and a potential risk to flee the jurisdiction. Now, Floyd has an open charge of allegedly assaulting an FBI agent and striking him chest to chest after they issued him a subpoena regarding his involvement in legal casing, legal cases rather, surrounding Trump. This guy Floyd has no other criminal record. So what did they do? Like all other things, pre-dawn, whatever it was, FBI rolls heavy into your house, bangs on your door. Floyd said, I have a little girl inside. How dare you come to my house when you can call me and I will willingly surrender to you. 
They tried to muscle him, send a message to others, no. And so he went like this with his chest and put his chest against the FBI agent's chest, didn't strike him, didn't have a weapon, didn't threaten him, said, back away, friend, from my family and my home. And they charged him with assaulting a federal agent. Now, why on earth would they specifically specifically want this particular man who is a veteran, a Marine Corps veteran, if I'm not mistaken, who served this country, who, by the way, lives off of his pension, who does not have the ability to defend himself? monetarily without bankrupting his family which by the way is the whole purpose of the department of justice and its strong arming of people who believe in american exceptionalism and the main face of it president donald trump this is the plan According to reports, Floyd yelled, you haven't shown me a badge or nothing. I have a daughter. Who the F do you think you are? After the agents showed up at his Maryland home in February. Floyd is also being denied the use of a public defender as ruled by the public defender's office in Georgia. What? How are you denied due process, denied the ability to have representation? Where are we? This is Joe Biden's America. He's not the puppeteer. He's the empty shell cavity through which this madness is executed. He says, I can't afford that, Floyd said, about hiring his own lawyer. I cannot put my family in that kind of debt. And so Harrison Floyd, who did nothing other than go get away from my family and move the FBI agent with his chest, gets arrested and thrown away in jail in the same scumbag facility where LaShawn Thompson lost his life because people didn't care about him. Do you not think the black community is paying attention to this? I'm fairly certain they're all over this. Now, there is a lot more to this story. Because Harrison Floyd reached out to a woman named Ruby Freeman after the 2020 election. Do you guys remember that name? Ruby Freeman. Well, it just so happens that Fulton County, Georgia, and the State Farm Arena, where all the shenanigans of there's a water main break, send everybody home. You know what? We're going to put a lid on this. Uh, We'll reconvene at 8 tomorrow morning. Nothing to see here. And then when all the poll watchers skedaddled 10.30 p.m. on that Tuesday, November 3rd, 30 minutes later, video captures Ruby Freeman and her daughter, Shay Moss, and a handful of other women furiously feeding in suitcases of ballots that they pulled out from clothed tables hour after hour after hour 
through those machines. And then lo and behold, what happened the next day? That huge lead that Donald Trump had, 160,000, evaporated. And Joe Biden would come out with a less than 12,000 vote victory margin. How is Harrison Floyd connected to Ruby Freeman? And why is her name particularly important today? I'm going to take you there in just a minute. Quickly, let me tell you about Field of Greens. I tell you how I drink it. I've got it right here next to me. You can hear it, right? Doesn't that sound delicious? I know it does. You know, a lot of people say junk science. When it comes to these supplement, you know, fruits and vegetables, where these businesses just take a a piece of a fruit and a vegetable and they tell you if you drink, ah, we're going to get you all your daily allowance of vegetables and fruits. That's not the case with Field of Greens. It is whole organic fruits and vegetables boiled down into a powder form that you scoop into a glass, shake up. I drink once in in the morning, once in the afternoon, and you get your daily allowance of all the things that you don't eat well enough because who has time? Each ingredient in Field of Greens scientifically chosen to support vital organs, including your lungs, your heart, and your kidneys. Plus, the benefits to your hair, your skin, and your nails, undeniable. Give it a shot. 15% off your first order, ladies and gentlemen. Fieldofgreens.com. Use my name, Wendy, as the promo code, and you will enjoy that discount at checkout. Then send me an email and tell me how you're doing. WendyBellRadio at gmail.com. I want to know what you think because I love it. Quick timeout. When we come back, I'm going to open the door to why they really went after Harrison Floyd and how Kanye West factors into this sordid little tale next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right, so this is a very interesting story. And we were on this story back when the election went down. This is how brazen and bold the folks on the left are. This is how well insulated they are from the scales of justice they knew inside the state farm arena in atlanta they knew even though they shooed everybody away with what we of course now know was maybe at worst a leaking toilet they stopped the counting allegedly till everybody cleared out and then we watched the video From multiple angles in that room, they didn't even try to cover it up. Nobody tried to put something on top of that camera. Nobody tried to hide it. Nobody tried to stop the recording mechanism. They didn't care. That's how confident they were that they were going to be able to manipulate things inside that facility. And manipulate they did. To make up for a 160,000 vote lead, In just a matter of, what, nine hours? That takes a lot of... Putting the same ballots in the machines again and again. So here we have this Harrison Floyd, former director of Black Voices for Trump. He reaches out to Ruby Freeman, who's the election worker who, along with her daughter, is seen doing all of these things in the middle of the night handing what looks like a USB thumb drive around the various workers, 
creating the illusion at the very least, and I'm no conspiracy theorist, of something going on at a computer level, you know, jamming something into machines, manipulate, who knows? They said, no, 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 that's not what happened. Apparently, and this is my hypothesis, but we're going to get into Ruby Freeman a little bit more. Ruby, I believe, and her daughter, Shay Moss, were pretty much the masterminds of what was going on inside of the State Farm Arena, where these votes were counted overnight, the same ballots fed into the same machines repeatedly, right? And I believe that Harrison Floyd, the former director of Black Voices for Trump, was communicating with Ruby Freeman about coming forward and telling everybody the truth about what happened. And with Harrison Floyd locked up indefinitely inside the disgusting Fulton County Jail, denied access to a public defender and with no criminal history whatsoever, deemed by the judge a flight risk, they prevent him from speaking out about what he was doing. Also in that indictment, one of the co-defendants, the publicist, the Chicago publicist for Kanye West, why would she be involved in this? Because Kanye West, his publicist, was reaching out to Ruby Freeman to say, hey, we can help you. I believe that we can protect you, but you need to tell your story. Now, you might say to yourself, that seems kind of far-fetched. It doesn't, because there's a very specific reason Joe Biden gave Ruby Freeman the Presidential Citizens Medal on January 6th of this last year. That was payback. Thank you for all that you did to help in our election, wink, wink, wink. I want to know if anybody has done a deep dive on Ruby Freeman's finances or her daughters. If maybe, like Joe Biden, there might be a 2017 infusion of $10 million like Joe and Jill had. What about Ruby's finances? Because I'm sure she didn't help for free. The push to defend Harrison Floyd and make him a household name and why it's spreading next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio program. Imagine someone you love being harassed by the FBI, charged with assault, thrown in prison, and then not being afforded the opportunity to defend himself or to get a public defender. Not being able to financially post the bond and then being hamstrung with a court process that would absolutely destroy any of us. That is exactly what is happening. The lawyers for former director for Black Voices for Trump, Harrison Floyd, have a give, send, go. I want to read you what's going on here. What was Harrison Floyd's crime? 
Well, one, he's a black man who supports Donald Trump. In the eyes of the left uniparty, socialist, communist, Marxist freaks out there, that is indefensible. You are unworthy. You are an Uncle Tom. You are no better than Clarence Thomas. You ought to be excommunicated. You ain't black, according to Joe Biden. But Harrison Floyd was into other things. He was aware of election malfeasance. And he was communicating with Ruby Freeman, who helped to make it happen at State Farm Arena on Election Day. And I believe he was creating a conduit through another African-American named, well, I'll get to her in just a minute, Kanye West's Chicago publicist, creating a line of communication with Ruby Freeman saying, you know what? You can be protected. We can share your story. This can hinge on you. We've seen the video. We know what's going on. And I believe Ruby Freeman was going to talk. I believe she wanted to make sure she could be safe. This is my hypothesis. That's it. I'm sharing it with you. But why else would you take a man and throw him in prison and lock him up and throw him away and try to destroy him unless he holds the linchpin to the entirety of the safest, most secure election ever claim? So Harrison Floyd's attorneys start this give, send, go. Friends, start this thing. He doesn't have the cash to support himself, to defend himself. And this is what it says. Harrison is very grateful for all of your overwhelming support. Yesterday, at Harrison's initial hearing, where no lawyer was present. How is that possible, ladies and gentlemen? You are constitutionally allowed representation. It's part of your rights as an American citizen. Unless, of course, you're a black man who supports Donald Trump and is getting into the, into the basics of malfeasance yesterday at harrison's initial hearing where no lawyer was present the judge denied bond because she said he was a flight risk we do not believe the judge was correct because harrison voluntarily traveled from maryland to georgia to turn himself in he physically went to fulton county as was required by that psycho george soros funded prosecutor And said, here I am. And they locked him up. It continues. We will be filing pleadings on Monday to rectify the situation in front of the assigned judge, Scott McAfee. Unfortunately, this caused us to revise our initial estimate of costs. And we have increased our budget accordingly. I will be posting further updates, blah, 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 so you can follow. And this person who's writing this give, send, go writes this. I represented Harrison Floyd in the hoax J6 case brought by Jack Smith. In case you didn't know, Harrison Floyd is one of 19 defendants who's been victimized by Fannie Willis. If her her name is pronounced Fannie, I don't care. She deserves my misrepresentation. A Democrat prosecutor bent on advancing her political career. Harrison voluntarily flew to Georgia, voluntarily turned himself into the police. However, unlike all the other defendants, he's the only black defendant and the only one who hasn't been released. He couldn't afford a Georgia attorney. And when he asked, he was denied a lawyer. He's a veteran of America's finest, the United States Marine Corps. He is a disabled veteran who lives off of that pension. For him to be treated this way is a travesty. 
The prosecutor, Davis, or Willis rather, says that he should have called her in advance to work out a bond. But that's what these white Democrats want her to say. She is weak. She knows he is a strong black man who was a director of Black Voices for Trump. Harrison is innocent. They were asked for $200,000 in this give, send, go. What do you think it uh, is at now, Brock? Two hundred. We're getting there. It's getting there. It's only two hundred. Yeah, that's what they say it's going to take to to defend him. What do you think? I I think you'll see him over a million. Well, he's at two hundred sixty thousand right now. I think it's only a matter of two hundred and sixty thousand in this economy with sixty one percent of people living paycheck to paycheck. That is the fact. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about this Ruby Freeman. Remember her at State Farm Arena in Atlanta. Beginning on December 3rd last year, Donald Trump and his allies, this is, this is something that we found in Wikipedia. They falsely claimed that video of, and this is from 2021, falsely claimed that video of vote counting at Atlanta State Farm Arena proved that Freeman and her daughter, Shea Moss, another Fulton County election worker, committed election fraud. They alleged the mother and daughter illegally tabulated mysterious ballots from a suitcase multiple times to create 18,000 fraudulent votes, enough to cause Trump to lose the Georgia election. State and county officials quickly disproved that allegation. Ladies and gentlemen, when Democrats are investigating Democrats, do you think you're going to get Democrats telling the truth? I'm going to go with no. The false claims sparked months of death threats and other harassment by Trump supporters toward Freeman and her daughter. Of course, the Georgia Elections Board said it investigated claims of election fraud involving Ruby Freeman and her daughter and found the claims false and unsubstantiated. Video shows the exchange between mother and daughter of a small object that was alleged to be USB ports, ostensibly to change votes. Do you know what the daughter in this case, Brock, said that that actually was transferring between her mother and her? The weather report? Ginger mints. Ginger mints. That's what they were doing, ladies and gentlemen. The suitcases that they claim they had were issued ballot boxes that we use every election. Why would you have ballots, perfectly unruffled, singular pieces of paper that hadn't been wrinkled or crinkled in any capacity? Why would you be storing them underneath tables draped in fabric? And then why would you wait until you create an alleged emergency to send it? You know the answer. And I believe Ruby Freeman had been considering rolling. Why do I say that? On August 17th, a gentleman by the name of James Risen, who works for TheIntercept.com, leftist organization, whatever, writes a story elevating Ruby Freeman as a hero. By golly, she is an elections whiz. This is the, this is the title of the story. In Trump's Georgia indictment, a tale of two election workers. Ruby Freeman resisted Trump while Misty Hampton embraced him. 
The story goes on. Misty Hampton, by the way, is another elections worker who is indicted along with Harrison Floyd, along with Mark Meadows, along with Rudy Giuliani, along with Jenna Ellis, and along with President Trump. Why? Because she tried to tell the truth about what she saw. Here's the story. Ruby Freeman and Misty Hampton had a few things in common. They were both from Georgia. Both were election workers in their hometowns. But their paths sharply diverged when Donald Trump began to push his fraudulent claims that he had won the 2020 president presidential election and pressured officials in key swing states, including Georgia, to illegally change the outcome. All of that is is demonstrably false, by the way. As part of their unrelenting pressure on Georgia officials in the weeks after the November 2020 election, Trump and his allies launched a vicious campaign of harassment against Freeman, ginning up crazy conspiracy theories, a.k.a. they had the goods about her and falsely accusing her of altering the vote count in Fulton County, which includes Atlanta, where she served as a temporary election worker. Trump supporters even tried to trick Freeman into falsely admitting that voting in Fulton County was rigged in favor of Joe Biden. That is specifically about Harrison Floyd. That is why he's in prison. Misty Hampton, by contrast, was seduced by Trump's election lies. She decided to help him to try to overturn the election in Georgia by illegally giving his supporters access to voting equipment in rural Coffee County, where she was election supervisor. The two women's choices in the crucial days after the 2020 vote have now permanently altered their lives Ruby Freeman is the undisputed hero of the 98-page indictment filed against Trump this week, while Misty Hampton is one of 18 co-conspirators charged in the case. The stories of Freeman and Hampton underscore how the illicit campaign by Trump and his allies to break the American democratic system came close to succeeding in part because they were aided by local collaborators in crucial states, but ultimately failed thanks to the courage of a handful of people in key positions. My friends, take everything that this hack, James Risen, who writes for The Intercept, just just wrote, and flip it 180 degrees. Misty Hampton was telling the truth, and she got indicted. Ruby Freeman was complicit via video evidence of of counting ballots with no election supervision for hours. And it just so happened that after those hours of tabulating those ballots, no matter how much they want to normalize, we keep suitcases of completed ballots under this table every election. 
that wasn't a USB drive. Those were breath mints. Harrison Floyd had made a connection with Ruby Freeman. And they needed him to go away. And now he sits in jail where a man, not just weeks ago, died from neglect, covered in bugs and lice. And they don't want you to know any of these stories. The black community is keenly aware. And that is why I say to you boldly, but I believe it, the black vote is going to absolutely steamroll for Donald Trump. The left does not know what's coming. They are done. And this sort of stuff is indefensible and it is un-American. I want to tell you quickly about Dr. Richard Rafferty in the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh. I wish my dad lived closer by because he is in so much pain. He can stand up and walk around for about a half of an hour and then is in such crippling pain, he needs to sit down and stretch. Now, statistics tell us that 80% of us are going to have problems, back problems that deal with sciatica, stenosis, and the degeneration of our discs. But did you know that they can heal themselves? They can grow back without surgery. It's called intradisc neutrosis. And Dr. Richard Rafferty offers that procedure. It's a therapy at the Disc Institute of Pittsburgh. 98% successful. That's huge. 412-906-9600. PittsburghDiscInstitute.com. Get healing today. All right, quick timeout. When we come back, I have to go back to this one story about... Vladimir Zelensky. You know, how is it possible that this dude on a president's salary, which is not millions of dollars, can afford a $5 million home in Egypt? Well, uh, let's call Congress and see how much we paid for that. The story will melt your face. And I'm going to drop it on you next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right, so you've heard this story. Give, send, go, Harrison Floyd. Pay attention to his name. Keep your ears open for that name. Listen for Ruby Freeman's name. All of this is centered in Fulton County, Georgia, ladies and gentlemen. Donald Trump is supposed to go on trial in Fulton County, freaking Georgia, in October. Do you know what that means? That means this is the first time that evidence of election malfeasance and allegations of fraud will be presented in a court of law. And I don't care how corrupt your judge is. I don't care how bought and paid for and Soros funded the prosecutor is. I don't care about the jury because discovery dictates evidence be presented. And there are enough of me's out there who don't care what anybody says because we are guided by a simple principle and it is called truth and that scares the liver out of the left headline zelensky buys luxury mansion in egypt 
via his mother-in-law using Western aid money. Do you know what that's code for? Your Congress is giving your money to Zelensky to live a lavish lifestyle. How's that possible? so weird it's like joe biden on a senator or vice president's salary i mean a couple hundred thousand bucks let's not sneeze at that but does that buy you a multiple million dollars of homes and and properties uh, in your in your district <laughs> i don't think so friends it's so we must have been that book that he wrote that was just so good that everybody oh, oh that's right he only sold like 300 copies of it ukrainian president Volodymyr zelensky reportedly purchased a luxury mansion in Egypt with his mother-in-law. With evidence showing Western aid money given to Ukraine was used to buy the property. Ha-ha, there are your receipts, my friends, to that mom of two, single mom of two who's cleaning homes and being gouged by the exorbitant cost of gas. Well, it's not going to go to your kids. It's going to go to this cat. To live a life of luxury. Egyptian investigative journalist Mohammed Al-Alawi initially broke the news following his in-depth research and interviews with sources familiar with the matter. He disclosed that the Zelensky family acquired a luxury property valued at around $5 million in the Egyptian city of Alguno. I have no idea if that's how you pronounce it. Located in, I don't have a house there, sorry. Located in Egypt's coastal zone next to the Red Sea, the tourist city is famous for having many opulent properties owned by millionaires. In fact, right next to Zelensky's newly acquired property is an estate owned by actress Angelina Jolie, making the comedian-turned-president and movie star of Tomb Raider fame Neighbors. Alawi also published documents that attest to the Zelensky family's purchase of the villa. Olga Kiyashoko, whatever her last name is, Zelensky's mother-in-law, purchased the property for a cool 4.85 million May 16th. Ukrainian first lady is the daughter of that woman. According to analysts, the money given to her used to purchase the property appears to come from Western financial aid packages given to Kiev. Ukraine has been involved in a war, of course, with Russia, as you know, since February of 22, with many Western nations giving assistance in different forms, be it money or military equipment. Now tell me, how is Harrison Floyd locked up in the Fulton County Jail any different than the poor people in Ukraine who are being lied to, whose homes have been shelled and destroyed whose family members have been lost, whose farmland has been torched. How are they any different? Victims in a disgusting game of money laundering, corruption, and global liberal world order nonsense. And you're paying for it. That's on, by the way, naturalnews.com. Double check me. Make your own mind up. All right. Meantime, back in the sewer, Fox News... Connections with Burisma's Devin Archer and John Kerry when he was Secretary of State? What? Hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio program starts next.